Adventures Bizarre Adventure Podcast of the anime, of the manga, of the Hirohikoraki. I'm your host, Eddie Colazzo, also known as Boy Man Man. And with me, as always, is Brooks Ugglesby. Hi, I'm Brooks, a.k.a. the monstrous vermin Gregor Sam Sundertale. Oh, okay. A lot. <laughs> There's a lot to work with, I thought. A lot to pull from with that one. We can really do a deep dive on mm-hmm. that uh, nickname. Thanks. But <laughs> first, I should mention we, we also have a uh, special guest today. Please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Anthony Tamati, the longtime listener, you know, first time father. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm just a good, good old boy from Florida, just like Brooks. So now we have this weird anime obsession. Yeah. So... I remember, I remember being, uh, me and Anthony literally do go way back. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to, I believe, elementary and middle school together. Yeah. 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 And then, and then we you went, went off to the cool high school and I <laughs> went to the, cool engineering school oh uh, yeah of course <laughs> so we finally have a source of even deeper brooks lore yeah i think we actually went to the same youth group for a while and oh oh boy okay <laughs> that's fucking horrifying <laughs> it was only for i think a little while on my case in my case as well as i right i just love like the further we get along, the more youth group lore I continue to unlock and level up. I just really enjoy it. It's a cool place. Okay. Yeah, it, listen, it's very important in a specific time of your life, you know? It really is. When you thought until college that you were going to be a youth pastor, it's really important to you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so, in, hey, in, in your youths, did either of you play the game of Jenkin? Oh yeah, John Ken Hoy. I think that's a pretty common <laughs> one. John Ken Hoy, as yeah. as we call it. Yeah, I remember being in Mr. Larson's seventh or sixth grade pre-algebra class and saying, "Hey, Anthony, John Ken Hoy," and then I I don't think you wanted to play. <laughs> no, yeah, I was probably too busy being stuck inside my own head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, uh, middle so, school shit. <laughs> sure. Um, my middle school math teacher, Miss. Was it Miss Feldman? I didn't like her very much. She was rude to me because I wanted to make jokes with my friends and she wouldn't let me sit by him. Oh, I hate that. So uh, I hated yes. her because of that. How rude. I also would very much do a fucking baseball slide into her classroom every day. <laughs> that's pretty good. So, yeah, that's a, that's a one way to make an entrance, you know? So, well, it was because she wouldn't be there and I'd be like, hey, check this shit out. And then I would slide <laughs> and hurt, and pop up and hurt my leg and pretend like I didn't hurt my leg because it's hard to slide on <laughs> floors. Yeah. yeah. Carpet. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm in my carpeted math classroom. Uh, a lot of friction. So, this week, Brooks, what'd you uh, think of these episodes? Kind of some different ones. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's usually a challenging material. I don't know specifically how challenging this was. It yeah. was, yeah. let's say, a bit bizarre. Yeah, it was kind of a bizarre adventure. Um, yeah. Anthony, what's your, what's your sort of JoJo experience my jojo experience is super weird because i have a twitter account you know so 
Yeah. I, I'm relatively familiar with JoJo back when it was like coming out. And I realized after watching Stardust Crusaders that I actually watched the Dio Zawarudo scene years before oh, I even knew anything about JoJo. Um, exactly. Same. <laughs> you know, a standard introduction. But then I mm-hmm. actually started listening to y'all's podcast and I was like, oh, this is good. And then I marathoned through it all. So now I actually nice. <laughs> know all of what's happening in this. It's kind of nice. You know, Brooks, you wanted to be a youth pastor, but now in a way you're preaching the word of Jojo. So I am thinking about something. it that way and I like to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, you got to spread that. Tending to my flock of anime um, lovers. Yeah. No, uh, the first, pretty- first episode this week is, uh, what is it called? Is it it's just heart father heart father? Apparently there's a pink Floyd album called Adam heart mother. Um, but he's the, he's the, he's the father. Mm-hmm. So, Adam Hart father is the full name and stand or whatever. Right. Aegon um, Hart and. And the Crunchyroll, not, like, we, I don't think we ever get another Dan of Steel. I don't like, know. Everything else is garbage, I think. The ne- yeah, that's true. I mean, I kind of love how terrible the one in the next episode is, but. Yeah, it's just yeah. Kind of a fave. There's one I'm looking forward to for how little they try with it. Uh, that I lost my mind when I saw it. It was so good. Oh, Boy Man Man? Yeah. Boy Man Man. No, there's another one coming up. Oh, okay, gotcha. It's stupider. Um, but I like to see it. Um, anyway, how's this one start? Oh, yeah. Uh, a lady we've never seen before. Right. Yeah, it starts with he... a Rocky being his typical way with writing women. With women. Yeah. Uh, so she's a housewife and she has a shitty, boring husband and a shitty, <laughs> she boring She met in son. community college, and she only went out with him to feel superior. Yeah. And we learned that she is a woman who married without ever knowing love. So It's sad. It's sad to think about and to see. Uh, and this is the first time we see, like, the new and improved Kira in his secret body. And I did, like, the little, like, he comes home from work and he doesn't, like, it shows him trying three different keys because he doesn't know which one to use. Uh, no, I love all the me. references, like, in it, this episode of him, like, oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. Moments. Oh, I have to pretend to be another human. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I'll do that. I also picked up on that, for sure. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> I uh, wasn't just like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> Joseph looks weird. Yeah. <laughs> Where's what police, the dog? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so he comes in and she's like sitting on the chair. She's like, Oh, I couldn't make dinner because I was so busy today and I'm a bad woman. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what it comes down to. No, yeah, I love that her outfit is like kind of sexualized while she's wearing slippers. And yeah, you know, it's <laughs> like, all like these weird details on a... to be like, Oh, I'm so busy while lounging on a big chair. Mm-hmm. And she, she said, so yeah, Kira's like, oh, there's no dinner. And she's like, well, look under there. It's a present for you. Isn't it your favorite? And it's a big bowl of ramen land instant ramen. <laughs> and she's doing it explicitly to make him mad, which is just get some thrill in the marriage, you know? Yes. Yeah, so she says, is he mad? If you have the guts to get mad, then get mad. <laughs> so he doesn't get mad. But as we know about Kira, he loves cooking breakfast. So and he, he loves Moriocho Radio. Yeah, he throws on uh, old Kai Harada for the last song of the, of the night, and then he starts chopping up some some peppers or whatever, makes his eggs. Oh yeah, it looks like he was chopping up radishes. That's a Japanese. Hey, I would, I want. He look. He looks like he makes a good breakfast. No, he like, seems like he has a handle on it, except it's dinner. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, what's wrong with what's wrong with it's Brenner? Brenner, baby? Yeah. Love me a good Brenner. So um, the lads are looking for Kira's house and they find it. And first order of business I just want to talk about is Koichi's hair got fixed. Does he he has like super saiyan hair? Yeah, now, he has right? the good saiyan hair again, which I like. I think he has that for the rest of time. Fucking yeah, because there's a new fucking Polnareff stand-in who shows up later. Oh, I didn't even realize. Okay, there's a lot, a lot to unpack here. So much to unpack. Holy fuck. So, uh, yeah, the, the the gang, all the good guys go to um, Kira's old house and they're looking around just for like anything they can find, really. And I did like they're looking through the kitchen and Okuyasu says there aren't any corpses in the fridge, are there? <laughs> Which is good because he's very smart in this one. Yeah. And I do um, hate when there's still that old farm, like, farm husband and wife jelly that's still in their fridge. Oh, God. We never know what happens with that. Like, we don't know if Josuke fixed them. I'm sure in part nine it'll, it'll oh, come God. back. I had forgotten about that when you, until you said the human jelly and I, oh. Crap. It's yeah. Sorry, I just when I have when I have these twisted thoughts, I like to share them so that other people have to deal with them too. Oh yeah, we all have to experience it. Mm-hmm. No, I Listen, actually did some know, weird it, math during this episode because they mentioned like Kira's birthday. He's mm-hmm. twenty-one when he kills uh, that girl, <laughs> and his father spends twelve years in that camera, which seems like yeah. a lot. <laughs> Yeah, it says his parents died when he was 21. Yeah. So if you, yeah. And he's, he's 33 now, so he spent 12 years in a camera, and he's been killing for six years while his father was alive. I just could he not know, believe the timeline. He knows his way around a photo. He... <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's... Yeah, they're just, like, looking through all his shit, all his, book, like, photo albums or whatever. He says his parents died when he was 21. Of His father died of a heart attack. Do you get it? Like a like a sheer heart oh. attack. Oh, I don't know if that's a thing. I just realized that when I read the words "heart attack" in my notes. Right. Right <laughs> and then his it says his mother died of old age after. Yeah, and then we just get like deep Kira lore that it's like uh, I don't know how Jotaro knows this, but he says it's impossible to find him using fingerprints, teeth, or surgery scars. Yeah, Oops. they kind of do some ass pulling here a little bit. Yeah. Like, the other stuff he says makes sense. It's like, they're looking around, and he has all these trophies, but it's like, third place in, like, baseball tournament, violin, farming, violin, and, like, computer programming. Like, it's just all over the place, and he's in, like, third place in all of them. So it's like, oh, he he it, he does this, so it's impossible to know his interests, and he never stands out. There's so also, like, delivery. a funny social commentary, because we learned that he got a literature degree, and then he got a job in a department store, and it's like, damn. Ugh. Really makes you think. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. I, I missed that detail. The, yeah, he, he got a literature degree from the D Academy, and then got a job at Kamayu Department Store. And then we learned that he's never had a girlfriend. But yeah, yeah, oh no, we, we know he has girlfriends. Right, but Kira according to his summer camp scrapbook, like, they say out loud... Hmm, no records. No girlfriend. His girlfriends live in S-City. Mm-hmm. They don't live in Wario. So <laughs> you've never met them. But don't worry about it. Um, So th- throughout this episode, I don't know if you guys noticed it. The sound effects were very strange. There was a good one. So what? Jo- they're looking through Kier's, like drawers and his desk and stuff. And then Josuke finds the fucking like fingernail collection. 
and he like opens it and looks at it and it does a dramatic zoom in on the fingernails but the sound effect is clearly someone going like bah! like yeah <laughs> like you it's a voice like you can tell it's it, there's no foley here it's just someone going like yeah, somebody going up to the camera and going Brr. yeah <laughs> they use it like three or four times it's like now and then again when like Josuke's punching in in the picture world or something and it's like not he can't get out of it. Yeah, yeah like when it happens again. The, the photo. I have no idea what this is cuz nothing like this happens again or I don't know. It's, it's just so weird. It's Echo Act 0. <laughs> he found a new ability which is to make the sounds as bad as possible to distract <laughs> the viewer. Uh-huh. It's it's a meta commentary. Um, so my my buddy Kira uses the length of his nails we learn to determine his sort of ability to kill. Uh, I I thought it was more like the urge. Like I it was wow, my yeah, yeah, yeah. luck based thing where he yeah, it's like oh, I, my nails grew a lot, so the the killing season is looking promising. Yeah, like, Either way, whatever, whatever it comes me. down to is after his nails grow like past a certain amount, he's like, okay, time to kill. So, right. whatever it is, for luck or, like, his urge that he can't suppress. Yeah, like, I think I remember he... it being for luck because uh, Josuke, oh, not Josuke, uh, Jotaro makes a weird, like, almost anti-Semitic remark about Jewish mysticism. Uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, there's, it, and Kira, like, keeps track of his, like, how much his fingernails grow. And there's one comment, it's like, wow, it grew so much, I'm unstoppable. And then Jotaro says, you know who also does this? The Jews. Kind so of, yeah, kind of an, an Elon Musk esque remark from yeah, what, there. What, he almost what, what, has yeah. that uh, racism notes from his grandfather. Right, it is hereditary. <laughs> word for word, here's what he says. So, Josuke's jo, uh, like, "What is this? Like, what's all this data?" And Jotaro says, "This data is fortune telling. Jewish merchants would observe the movement of sunspots to determine how well their businesses would do." You know, he could have just said like, "Oh, I used to be best friends like." My like I used to I would I traveled all across the world with a fortune teller with a fortune teller <laughs> so I know all about superstitions and various uh, ways in which people try to predict the future. No, it's probably just Jewish people. <laughs> oh God! Which Jotaro is now an expert on, right? Um. So hey, did you guys notice the brand of camera? The bro the cam is oh, yeah. what the you're bro- talking about. <laughs> the bro cam. Uh, so as they're talking about this, there's, like, a flash and Josuke gets scared. And it's because a picture was taken on a Polaroid bro cam. And there's a, a dad. Yeah, <laughs> there's the, cam- a ghost the dad. camera comes out, there's just kind of a, a hiding in a ball ghost of a father behind them. This ghost father is very confusing to me. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, I completely agree. <laughs> okay, so he can't escape the pictures he's in except for when he can and he controls the camera but also he anyone controls else the can camera. take pictures too yes so is and he also in the he camera can... or is the stand in the camera i'm really also also he can fly yeah like but he also <laughs> well, yeah like, all stand powers allow for flight like, it, yeah there's it a looks lot like of for... unanswered questions with adam hartfather oh adam hartfather <laughs> seems a bit uh off the rails but whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just... It's a lot like the Ed, Ed, and Eddie episode where it becomes Calvin Ball, and they just, like, pick up holes and move them around. You know? Like, they okay, find, like, I, a sewer grate, and then they're like, oh, this is a portal now. 
I don't remember this specifically, but <laughs> it's, it it's funny because they Eddie grabs the sun and then he eats it and then it becomes like a crescent moon and then it's nighttime. Oh my god! Okay, actually... I'm now realizing I watched a lot of Ed, Ed and Eddie, but I cannot tell you a single thing that happened in any episode of it. Yeah. Same All right. Same. Well, <laughs> there's there's Rolf, right? That's true. And there's Plank. Plank. Planks who I remember. And Jawbreakers. And everybody who went to my elementary school also did their fourth grade mile run running like Ed from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. I agree. (laughs) Hey, what if um, they're all actually dead? Yeah, what if it's kind of like a purgatory and it's like that's why there's no adults except for when they like go to school. And there's like the whole seasons about them being in school. The hidden me. That'd be... That'd be pretty twisted if um, Ash from Pokemon was dead the whole time, <laughs> and he imagined his adventure because he's in a coma because he died. Yeah, it was actually all a dream from when he got fucking killed by Mewtwo and Mew. <laughs> so that's canon. Yeah, like everything up until then <laughs> did happen, and Mewtwo very much did kill the human Ash Ketchum. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then and then he he hatched from the cocoon to become Ash Act Two. Yeah, <laughs> he does turn That's to stone. Like, like yeah, my and then everybody's reaction. like, "Oh no, he died." My favorite reaction to a joke that's been told in the show is, "Oh, <laughs> so <laughs> um, it's good. I like it." Uh, so yeah, Kira's dad is a ghost, and he has a stand, and he lives in pictures. Uh. My note here, I don't know who says it, but someone says, are you trying to scare us with your ghost energy? Sounds like a Josuke thing. Sounds like something Josuke would say, yeah. Um, so, like, weird poltergeist shit starts happening, and, like, a phone flies and hits Josuke in the face, and then they look in the picture, and the dad has the phone. And then, also, it's even better than poltergeist, because as the phone is flying towards them, the phone is shouting that, hey, I'm calling you from inside the picture. It's me, the ghost dad. Yeah. yeah. He's, he just wants them to pick up, you know? Yeah. yeah. He's respond. very lonely. Please call once in a while. <laughs> I just want to just wanna talk. just want to see how you're doing. I know you're very busy, but... No. The fucked up thing about this episode is Adam Hart father really reminds me of my dad. Like, I'm not a murderer, but he, my dad would definitely be like, I'll do anything for my lovely, beautiful son to thrive. <laughs> no, yeah, that's like a note towards the end of my note page is, Yoshihiro is just a really good dad. He is! Like, that's the thing. <laughs> He's like, he just a loves, good guy. He just loves his son and wants him to achieve his goals. He wants his son to be like, happy, you know, even if he's killing yeah. people. It's murder. We're all I don't want to murder. <laughs> But his, so his dad did also shoot him with an arrow, which we'll get into. So, some, some challenging aspects to the character of Yoshihiro. Do you think this dude murked himself or did like Enyaba do it for him? I'm guessing Enyaba, because in the next episode he mentions Enyaba. Right. And that he saw. So I'm guessing Enyaba got him and then he learned about it. Right. And then, but that, I'd be so mad if I was still alive and my power was like, you can look at a picture. (laughs) (laughs) Just wait till you die. It'll be great. That means he had that power for like six years before he became the camera. And yeah, I'm not sure how. I I can't imagine how useful that would have been for an alive man. But okay. Dude. Like this guy gets to punch really hard. Can I get that? It would be so fucking sick if they, 
fuck. They, damn it. Fucking they already broke the camera. So I was going to mm. be, it would have been such a good payoff if Joseph Joestar came around and used his original stand power of just obliterating a camera. <laughs> and that's how he died. Well, Jotaro does it, which he inherited from. <laughs> right. And I mean, he didn't do a good job, which just goes to show that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is where so that yeah. second aspect comes up of other people being able to, to control the camera. And we get my favorite Jotaro line of the episode, which is, uh, if something is useless, I give up. Yeah. <laughs> it is <laughs> pretty that, good. Well, for, well, for, okay, first we have to get to my – Koichi has one of my favorite lines. It's a great Koichi moment. So, Funny moment. So, so they're like, oh, like we need to like get out of here. This is too crazy. And then the dad is like, actually, I want to keep you here forever. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't remember his voice. That's how he talks. Usually how villains talk to me. Um, so Koichi runs in the room and just screams at Josuke, we can attack ghosts with our stands. I learned it from Rohan. Hey, Josuke, what's up? Yeah. What are you doing? Um, so and he's then like, Crazy okay. Diamond rips the picture and then it starts to rip Jotaro's face hamburger style and also himself in half and then they fix the picture. Okay, because I was going to say, we talk about hot dog style a lot. This wasn't necessarily yeah. hot dog style. Mm-mm. So hamburger style is more of a horizontal cut. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the wide way. Did you not the use way. this? This Yeah, when this you is were, elementary when school you... stuff. This is yeah. No. This isn't even like a bit because my friend from elementary school is on. Like <laughs> this is really the terminology that I. No, that yeah, I we actually with. used hamburger and hot dog stuff. Yeah. No, I've never heard that until now. I always thought that hamburger was a little bit more of a stretch than hot dog, but yeah, like you know. Yeah, because I get hot dog style, hamburger style. I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. Whatever. Um, I get SpongeBob style. Oh, Opa SpongeBob style. <laughs> um, Anyways, as I as I call it. Uh. So. Yeah, I saw this in one of the Crunchyroll comments, but Jotaro's face gets, like, ripped up and exploded a lot. Yeah. Remember when, like, uh, Oingo was gonna blow it up hot dog style? Yeah. And then this time he gets ripped ripped up hamburger style. Yeah, I don't understand how Josuke didn't notice himself being torn apart before he saw Jotaro. Because he tore it to shreds. So what happened? What happens is Josuke punches this picture really bad, but it turns out that since they're in the picture too, whatever damage is done to it is reflected back at them. So they're, like, being teleported to, like, the space dimension or something. Like, these weird effects are happening and they're getting ripped up and Jotaro's like, Josuke, fix it. And he just does. Which is good. I mean, like, we see them being separated. I don't know. Yeah, like, four or five pieces for Josuke. And then (laughs) it's it's really a bit of a mess. Um, So... Then, then we get, uh, Josuke had, think, has a really good idea. Yeah, he gets. Remember Oku- Okuyasu? Oh he yeah, has he has that hand. He says, uh, "Okuyasu, use the hand to remove uh, the father from this image and disappear him to space time." So he says, "Okay, Josuke," and then he runs and does it, and then the plot says, "Nuh-uh. <laughs> the hand can't do anything ever, other than move people away from explosions." It's, like, not I mean, going to do anything. Pretty, pretty key. Yeah. But no, Okuyasu just slams himself head first into a glass wall, and he has to have some sort of TBI or, like, remember concussion when, from that. Remember when Okuyasu was recruited by the Soviet Union to remove people from photos? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> He didn't do a good job, is the thing. He didn't do a great one. <laughs> um, 
So I at first I thought this was just Okuyasu being a fucking idiot and just like running too fast. And yeah, I did just the... think that he just beeped it against a window. But it turns out that this like picture is some kind of like pocket dimension. Like while they're all in it with the father, like the the one the people who aren't in the image can't access it. I guess. And the people inside it can't get out. I think. Yeah, it's pretty fucking fast and loose with how this shit works. But I'm just like, okay, whatever, heart father, let's go. Yeah. Um, is this the point where Josuke begs Jotaro to use his invincible star platinum? Yeah, he says, use your uh, invincible star platinum and defeat this ghost. And Jotaro's like, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> if something's useless, I don't want to do it. Or, it's useless. There's no point. Yeah. So I'm not going to bother. Um, this is like when uh, Yoshihiro is just about to cut their heads off with a knife and the knife oh, is yeah. flying. Oh, I also do want to mention, I want to mention that, like, Okuyasu's like, wow, that's weird, what happened? And then, uh, Adam Hartfather says, if you're as dumb as you look, you don't need to think about it too hard. Which, like, <laughs> Which, damn, I guess he, I am dumb. Like, like, he can just tell this guy's a fucking idiot by looking at him. Right. His main trait. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, Jotaro's like, whatever, I'm gonna give up on defeating him. And Josuke's like, no, what are you doing? Please don't do that. As the father takes a knife out, he's like, Jitar's a fucking idiot. <laughs> he's like, actually, I was giving up on my old way of defeating him, but now I have a smart <laughs> way to do it. It's a great song, and it's a bummer that he never says anything to deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> no, he so actually he points does... out for Josuke to say something cool. Right. <laughs> yeah. So Jotaro's brain genius idea is the says the father is in the portrait. So he puts the father's picture directly up against the bro cam and takes a picture of that, making another picture which only has the father in it. Which he then yeah. folds in half very forcefully, tapes very uh, dramatically. Text. But first, he says, Josuke, say something to him. Something cool. Let him have it. <laughs> and my my actual favorite Jotaro trait is that he never gets cool one-liners. Right. Like, he's always telling someone else to do it, or he tries one, and it's just not that good. <laughs> like, I'm gonna break your face. And by break your face, I mean you won't be able to tell top. Yeah, and then Josuke um, says, you didn't scare me at all, you idiot. And then they so fucking star platinum in addition to folding the pi- the picture in half. Also, like, he uses his fucking stand to tape the picture, like, around so that very it's quickly like, mummy. Yeah, he does an extremely dramatic fold of the picture and slams it shut. And then he puts tons of tape on it and puts one thumbtack in the uh, picture and, like, tapes it to – sticks it to the wall or whatever. And then we have some very smart characters. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, I think so, Koichi might have gotten some uh, some brain damage. Did the the orb of confusion return to Koichi once again? <laughs> so first, uh, it's like they're they're like continuing to look around the house, and then Ghost Dad is like, "Oh no, help me out of here! I can't breathe." Mm-hmm. Koichi's like, "Oh no, he can't breathe. He's a fucking ghost." <laughs> like he doesn't. But like, to- I'm also claustrophobic, so I know what it's like. Yeah. And then Okuyasu is like, he's actually lying to you. Um, Even an idiot like me can see that. But what I'm going to do is stick a million thumbtacks in here. That'll be funny. Yeah, it's good. So how exactly does he get out? 
Well, the tax helped. The tax helped him to create a trump card to get him out of there. Okay. Yeah. He knows he's up against the post now, and he has a plan that's going to let him get out. And he makes a noise. Oh, he he like makes a bunch of clanging noises, yeah. and then stops talking. And they're like, "Wow, something must have happened." So they take out off the picture and open it up, and he's like, "Jokes." Yeah, I don't know <laughs> how he can, snafu. Like he throws a thread from his pajamas and like wraps yeah, it dude, around it's... a pole. <laughs> It's whatever. He kind of web slings into the rafters. He, he kind of does the patented Joseph Joestar hermit purple swing mm-hmm. across Egypt to get out of his house. And he does shout Sia, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, he's strong enough to pull himself out of that of Okuyasu's hands. Like, right. It's pretty tough. Yeah. Oh, also, by the way, there's another bow and arrow. There is another bow and arrow. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing they were trying to hide. Apparently. Is, oh, there's more than one set. Yeah, so Josuke finds it, and then the dad is just like, "Yoink! I'm, I'll be taking this. Goodbye forever." And he pulls the arrow into the picture now. Mm-hmm. So and things then can... he attaches himself to a raven and leaves. Yeah, he then then he literally ties himself to a bird and flies away, <laughs> and that's how he escapes. Um, and Okuyasu what, rightly who... identifies it as being all of his fault. Um, yeah, we get Jotaro. He does say that, assuring him. But Jotaro's like, actually, that ghost is just very smart. So. And, like, I don't want to be, like, the broken record pet, like, pet ant every episode, but this is another instance in which Okuyasu could have used, could have scraped away that space multiple times. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, but I guess it makes sense, because he's just dumb as fuck, so he wouldn't think yeah. about it. It's just like, yeah, it's like, it's, now we know that uh, Jotaro doesn't like to use Zoardo, because it, it makes him tired. Yeah. And jo- and Okuyasu's a big fucking dipshit. Um, so then we get Jotaro being like, ah, there was always the option that there was another bow and arrow. And he, like, remembers Dio, and we get a cool picture of Dio. He looks great. I got so excited. <laughs> I really like to see him. I miss him. It was nice to see him. Not in Yaba so much. Yeah, I could take or leave her. Yeah, but Dio, I was like, hey, me when Dio appears on the screen. That's Dio. Yeah, I'm toad with leg showing excited whenever I see Dio. Uh, so then Ghost Father is flying away, and he's just like, I love my woman murdering son. <laughs> he's like, I know this about you, my boy, and I'll do anything to protect you. There's a really good joke about how the old man's like Blood Raven, because it's pretty much the same thing that Blood Raven does, but I couldn't quite find it. A thousand arrows and one. There you go. Thanks. Thanks. Got it. Thank you. Uh, so then, yeah, he just fucking flies away. And then we go back to uh, the new Kira. Um, and here's here's where my note says, oh, okay, it's Kira. Yeah. <laughs> I figured it out, y'all. Because uh, he like cooks dinner and puts it on the table. And then he goes away to cut his nails, you know, like a murderer. Mm-hmm. And then his wife is like, oh, you expect me to eat the food you cooked and it's going to be bad? But guess what? It's not. It's pretty it's good, good, actually. She likes it. She likes the taste. Um, and then I don't know if this is later that night or the next day, but like have they have a they, they have a kitty a cat, cat problem, and it's locked out. And she's like, "Hey, why did? Wow, my idiot husband must have done this. I'm going to go confront him while he's in the shower." And he's just fucking shredded. He's extremely jacked. I'm so glad you also wanted to talk yeah, about that. I was like, okay, wow. <laughs> He has so many muscles, like, even more muscles than, like, the Pillar Men. 
No, like I like, and we later get like full, later in the episode like full rear. I don't I don't know if it's like I I haven't watched the rest of the show yet, so I don't know if like it's just like him trying to coax the viewer into a snafu or not. But like there was a mention that like oh Kira probably only could change his face. Um, so, so either <laughs> either this just like Rando and Morio is the most jacked person of all time, mm-hmm. or Kira, Kira switched his jacked. like Kira was always extremely jacked, and also everybody in Morio is all is so jacked that the wife wouldn't notice. Yeah, well, he does his stretches and drinks a warm milk before bed, so. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, the cat sees him because he's naked Freaks. in the shower and starts freaking out, and he's like, oh, that's because uh, cats hate water, so. Yeah, for sure. Don't worry about it. Anyway, we, uh, Kira the Comrade is he's here. Stealing from a he landlord. Hates he like hates it. landlords. Yeah, I was uh, like, the landlord the whole time. shows up, and he's like, hey... He's like, hey, I'm a landlord, and you owe me $2,000 or whatever. You're behind on your rent. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so uh, Shinobu is the wife's name. Oh, okay. I think. So she comes down, and she's like, oh, my beautiful husband, please go upstairs to the safe and get the money out of the safe. Since you're the one who only knows the con- combination. Yeah. You never told me it or wrote <laughs> so it down. He thinks, we see, like, in his mind an image of the safe, and he says safe <laughs> and then he just like continues to walk down the stairs mm-hmm. um so what he does he's like oh i'm so sorry sir how could i have made such a mistake and he makes killer queen like explode a tiny latch on the guy's messenger bag he so he oh. does that oh did you what did you think happened see i didn't really get that part i thought that what was happening was he was turning the messenger bag into a bomb so that as soon as he left, he died. No, <laughs> because that would be very suspicious. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, that makes so a he, lot more sense that he, he just made a very small bomb explosion and then stole the money, like they said later, 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he blows up the latch on the bag and like Killer Queen takes out the money and gives it to him. And he's like, oh, this is enough money for the past two months rent. And the next two months rent. And he gives it to the guy. 500,000 yen. 500,000 yen. And he's like, oh, okay, thank you, goodbye, I love money. Um, so then uh, Shinobu, she's like, hey, uh, did you just steal from that guy and give him his money back? And he doesn't turn around. <laughs> like, he just keeps looking straight ahead. And then she's like, wow, uh, I can't believe my husband has been acting so weird and is kind of doing, like, criminal things. But it's so romantic. She likes it for the first time. Yeah, she likes she it. Says for the most first people time. would be scared or report him to the police or something, but this is so romantic. And there's literally flowers coming up on screen with pink hearts. <laughs> yeah. While the Kira theme plays. <laughs> we are all we get, Shinobu in this moment. We, we get to be continued here. So that's where that one ends. Um. Let's take a quick break and check in with the Speedwagon Foundation. Yeah. If you like to donate to us on <laughs> Patreon.com. If yeah, you like it. If you like, if you like to see it and to do it, uh, at $5 a month, you'll get special shoutouts in episodes, and you, we'll read a message, a short message, that if you want to send one. And we have a message today. Okay. So we'll get to that in a second. And at $10, you get all that in special Discord, user status in Discord. Uh, we did our P Got Wrestling stream this Friday. Mm-hmm. It was good to me. 
I liked it. The archive is at twitch.tv slash squizpillion if you want to watch it. And it was good to see friends wrestle. Yeah, it was friends I mean. become enemies. It was, um, there was, there was intrigue, there was letdown, there was heartbreak, there was joyous triumph. So I, w- I was, I wasn't let down. I was pretty much fine with all the results that happened. Yeah, well. Um, <laughs> I'll talk to the booker. Yeah. We'll, we'll fix it for next time. Uh, this week's message comes in from Tilted Clink. My favorite name to say. You hit it. You finally did it. Uh, it says, to my brother slash father Jordan, <laughs> we've come full circle. You introduced me to Jojo, and almost a year after finishing the anime, I've passed the torch on to someone else. To my brother slash son Mitch, I'll be waiting for you in hell with Koichi. Also, Chase is a good song, although understandably low tier of all the Jojo intros. Thanks for making a good podcast, lads. Thanks. Um, I should mention that this is your last chase i'm so fucking good we have a new song next week anthony what are your sort of uh your sort of music takes on them well i gotta say i was pretty all right with chase um it's not as good as crazy noisy bizarre town um and i think Mm -hmm. the new intro that actually is coming up on the next episode is pretty fantastic as well Um, nice Mm. I'm gonna, I like the next one. It's very good. But I'm gonna, here's my hot take. A little bit overrated. Mmm. It's the intro and the chorus are good. The rest of the song is just fine. Yeah. It's just there's, got such a strong a, impact and it, like, it really. As soon as you hear it, you're like, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then the verse is like, okay, whatever. And then the chorus is good. But I think a lot of people, there's another version of it, which is extremely good. And a lot of people, I think, think of that one when they think of the song but it's only used once so am i correct in this is the last one of the show so far right yeah good so i can finally unleash an official list next week love it yeah oh boy the hottest i should probably let give great days a couple weeks but yeah (laughs) gotta gotta get the takes out while they're hot uh and let's see who's this week's special patreon user i should probably bring that up um I just I just have too many tabs from all the research that I do. You mm-hmm. know? Uh, Caroline Savage, thank you, Caroline. Thank you for your donations. Is um, should we um, mention that we're doing an, another one after this, like a podcast, another show? Yeah. Eh. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, we're doing a uh, fun point. We talk about music. That's yeah, what it's we'll, gonna be. Yeah, we'll be making shit forever. So. Uh, the gist of it is, we posted this on Patreon, but for anyone who doesn't give us money for some reason, uh, every week, me, like, uh, I don't know who's gonna start, we'll figure that out later, but I'm gonna be like, hey Brooks, listen to this album of music, and he'll say, okay, and then we'll talk about it the next week, and then he'll give me one, and we'll talk about it, and then every third week, we're at the $5 and up tier, we'll do one suggested to us from a Patreon donor. Yeah. So... We'll we'll get more specific with the rules later, but it can't be garbage. It has to be something good. Yeah. <laughs> if it doesn't uh, slap, you're you're gonna get your your yeah. like five dollars a month refunded. Yeah, we'll give you your money back and say <laughs> goodbye. Um, may, but when that comes out, maybe we'll do a like intro episode where we like lay down the rules and stuff before yeah. we do like. I should also episode. we should also just have a little like orientation period because i also like barely know what kind of music you've listened to in your life 
Yeah, that, I, think I don't that's want to show up and be like, hey, somewhere in the between by Streetlight Manifesto, you should like this one. <laughs> oh, Worm, what's this obscure <laughs> album? Right. Yeah, so that'll that'll be like episode zero. We'll talk about that and we'll go over the rules. And then episode one, we'll get, head right on in there. Mm-hmm. Brooks, how much Fun of point. it is going to be Red Hot Chili Peppers? I mean, they're gonna. it's going to be on there. <laughs> Listen, I'm already ready. I, I don't want to start with chili peppers. No, no, no. Because we're gonna we're gonna start with. I genuinely, in my heart of hearts, think you might like this. Okay. Yeah. That's, and then that's... when I've exhausted those, it will be. I really like this, and hopefully, you can maybe see why. Yeah, th- th- that's pretty much the plan for now. Uh, fun point. Probably, I guess after this, what? So July, yeah, around July, something like that. Something like that. Patreon.com slash postgame. We are probably, since it's, like, we finally have a podcast idea that isn't based on, like, media, so we could, like, in theory do it infinitely. Yeah, we're music get, is media. We're gonna get, it's not. It's, um, it's art. Um. Okay. And art's not media. <laughs> Listen. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get to more, I don't want my, my chili heads out there disappointed if I don't pick the album that they want me to talk about or want us to talk about. No, this is the we'll thing. We'll get was, to a lot of them. This is the thing I was thinking of because, like, the other day I was listening to a band and I'm like, I wonder if this is a band I should use for Fun Point. And then, which album should I use? Because a couple of them, people would be like, oh, this is this band's best album. Right. But I don't I know if say, that's the one you guys should, like. Uh, you should go with the albums that you genuinely like rather than whatever the consensus might be because you know, yeah. that's why we're here. So then I like went through all this band's albums and I was like, Brooks would probably enjoy this one the best. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you won't like it, but <laughs> I mean, I'll like it. Yeah. How do you feel about uh, heavy metal? I gotta say, I don't like it. Yeah. So it's fine. It's fine. I'm gonna make you listen to ska. It's fine. I like ska, but like bad ska. Oh, okay. So like not. You're going to make me listen to one of those bands that's called, like, McSconalds or something. <laughs> okay. Anthony, did you ever go to Rock the Universe? Uh, no, I did not. You didn't go to the Universal Studios Christian Rock Festival? <laughs> no, surprisingly, I missed that one. Oh, okay, damn. Because that was... Because I'm going to be probably pulling pretty heavily from those sort of set lists. <laughs> no, no. So we're, no. we're going to get a lot of uh, Switchfoot? Relying yeah, they're that. they're a little secular for my tastes, yeah. but yeah. Oh, oh okay. You know. So uh, you're talking more. My God is an awesome. I'm God talking type some of... like Tenth Avenue North, fucking by your side. You know, some real with arms wide open. Type that shit. good shit that like made me cry on my missions trips in high school, kind of thing. Okay, I'm and s- then it'll see- be a fun podcast that everybody will like to listen to. <laughs> you see, that's just more lore, more Brooks. Like, god lore that I have not reached the level to unlock yet. Yeah, I'll tell but, you guys about the part where I was being baptized in Jamaica and listening to Family Force 5's business up front party in the back. <laughs> what the <laughs> <laughs> you Baptized to- in Jamaica is the best thing that's ever been said on any of our shows. Do you want to talk about Jonkin Boy? Because <laughs> he's coming. Uh... Yeah, so that I... 
We've talked about this before. There's one of my – if you go on my Facebook, there's a picture I, of me getting baptized and my youth pastor is wearing a Krispy Kreme parody shirt that says Krispy Clean. I know, but I forget. <laughs> and I'd like to remember the image of you being baptized in Jamaica. It's good to me. Uh, okay. So the next episode is Jenkin Boy is coming, exclamation point. This is actually the 100th uh, episode, apparently. Really? Oh. Yeah. Wow. Hey, look at that. And it's still I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say it's not our 50th episode, but that's because we've done like three. Oh, I mean, uh, stuff, it's so. the 100th episode of JoJo, actually. So this is. Yeah. Hmm. Well, congratulations, was... Joseph. Thank, uh, thanks, JoJo. <laughs> I was just thinking about the last one. I feel like last episode would have been a really good one to show me, like, the as soon as we got into Stardust Crusaders. Cause, or just like somebody who's still like Mrs. Hamon. Mm-hmm. And it's just, a, it, it was a good episode to be like, look, look, here's what you have to look forward to. Look at how, <laughs> look at how much more narrative breadth there is for them to play with. Oh, and not just here's a guy with a, a cursed sword. I Remember do... that? Anubis? That was fucking I thought the sword was the, the actual user. The sword was evil. Yeah. The sword the was, it sword. was probably a, one of the best Polnareff episodes, though. And because jo, because Jotaro almost killed him. Yeah. <laughs> God, uh, I'm fucking so mad that we have to talk about fucking Polnareff this episode. Yeah, Polnareff Jr.'s here. I fucking um, hate it. Yeah. <laughs> so, this, I don't completely understand the point of this episode. No, yeah, it definitely seems a little bit... Because Great. From, from from now on, like a couple new like enemy stand users are introduced, but then they like come back, and it's like, oh, it's this guy. This um, is the only time this kid never shows up. Boy. <laughs> yeah, Junkin Boy never comes. So back. there's no Junkin Boy is is coming back. Episode. No, <laughs> Junkin Boy is not going to do it to you again. Uh, he only does it. This it starts time. with that uh, sort of exposition from Yoshihiro telling us. Yeah, that. he's just. <laughs> <laughs> the arrow chooses the one that will be your ally, and it chooses right. like a ten-year-old or an eleven-year-old. An eleven-year-old climbing a telephone pole and eating like a bad strawberry from a tree. And this, and like to be clear for those of you who haven't watched this episode, this is a child who He's is wearing Polnareff's yeah. outfit, like his exact bad one-strap shirt. And, like, I'm pretty sure they have a similar hair color. And, like, his haircut's bad, but not as bad as Polnareff's. And it's just, it's his kid. I mean, I'm kind of, like, I'm thinking about what to say about this episode. And it's just Rohan and this kid play rock, paper, scissors a lot. I like it. I kind of liked it a lot because it turns into, like, a DBZ fight. Uh, it's yeah, uh, they, they start leaping through the air. Rock, paper. It's <laughs> good. Um, but first, so Rohan is at Morio Station, and he's taking pictures of businessmen like a like a creep. Mm-hmm. And he's then, like, "Oh, I'm trying to find a creep." And Joseph shows up, and he says, "Hey, Rohan, it would be weird if you explained the plot to yourself, so you can just tell it to me." <laughs> so he's like, "Oh, yeah. Well, I'm taking pictures of businessmen because of what we know of Kira's identity." Uh, he might be here. He says, and, I just uh-huh. want to point out, Rohan said, this is the point, I mentioned this earlier, he says, I think that Kira only changed his face because I don't think it's possible to change completely. And mm-hmm. I know a character who would have something to say about that. 
mm-hmm. big fucking Oingo, because <laughs> if we, according to the Oingo Boingo Brothers theme song, uh-huh. it says, my name is Oingo and I can transform my height, weight, and even smell. I can make them whatever I want. So Oingo could change his entire thing. Yes. But so Oingo had a good stand power. Yeah, anyway, this was kind of in context with whether or not their family would recognize them acting bizarrely. I think. Oh yeah, because he's like, he can look like Oingo all he wants, and he <laughs> and, can make and oranges, he, and he does want. Hey, Oingo does make an orange bomb. So, and huh? yeah, well, you look at how Oingo tried to imitate Jotaro with his five cigarette in the mouth trick. Um, he couldn't do yeah. it. You can't change completely. Couldn't handle it. That's yeah. true. Um, and then uh, did fucking you... Rohan is like, hmm, I'm not trying to preach justice or anything. Not to be like a big SJW not about it. Not to be a fucking SJW but about murdering people. But we should find Kira people. before he kills an entire innocent family, maybe. Yeah, that'll probably be good. Anyway. Like, stay with me for a second. Yeah. I'm... Hey, so, also, did you guys notice in his, like, photo album of all these businessmen, he already has a picture of Kira? Yeah, the first page we see is, the third picture is Kira right there. Oh, yes, yeah. he's already there, but he doesn't know it's him. It's so good. Um, anyway, uh, my next note is this kid fucking sucks. Yeah, I didn't feel like he was going to be a popular one. Yeah, <laughs> kind of right like, off the bat. Hole in the cheek is really it disturbs me on a level I can't I, really describe. It reminds me of the Enigma of Amigara Fault, and I don't like to yes. think about that one. It's it's like Araki was like, "Hey, I want to put a kid here, but how can I make everyone hate it?" Maybe, I know. I think Araki went and saw Jackass the movie, and then mm-hmm. he watched. Or wasn't it Jackass number two? Hang on, let me make sure. It's not Jackass number two. The fish hook. The car in the butt. That was the finale of the the movie of the first one. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say it's the first movie. Jackass. Nope. Jackass two. The fish hook. When Steve Stephen O. puts mm-hmm. a, uh, <laughs> the brother of Karen O. Yeah, puts a. a a fish hook directly through his mouth and cheek and throws himself into the ocean and the funny Chris Pontius, I believe, fishes him much like a... You yeah, it's a like a fish. Trout. Yeah. So how's that paper coming along? Oh, it's done. It's Okay. It's going off to conferences soon. Okay, good. Can't wait. Um, So he just, he just shows up and he's like, hey, play rock, paper, scissors with me. And I love to have a hole in my cheek. And I love to hold a soccer ball, which will be funny in a minute. And actually, did we ever mention that Junkin always just rock, paper, scissors? Yeah, Junkin, Junkin, I guess, is just the Japanese name for rock, paper, scissors. So, the more you know. I'm really glad there wasn't, like, a shitty Crunchyroll translation where it's like, oh, let's play scissors, rock, paper, because any time when I was a kid and anybody ever said that to me, I said, "Uh uh-uh, and then I left. So I'm 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 gonna get a bit. I want to figure out some regional differences here because they say Junken Hoi, mm-hmm. which is like a one two three, which I guess for us would be like rock paper scissors and then you do it. For here in in the where I grew up in the in the Brooklyn New York area, sure, we would say rock paper scissors shoot, and on shoot you would throw it. Mm-hmm. So I, how did you guys? Uh, it was rock well, paper scissors. Well, did, did you just do? Yeah, you, you did shoot too. Okay, so no rock paper scissors. Rock paper scissors shoot, and then you do it. Now sometimes, when I was um, I was kind of a rascal growing up, mm-hmm. and sometimes I would do it, and I would say, and I, this is easy, easiest if you're sitting. I would say rock paper scissors, and then I would hold up my chew, and I would say shoe. That's really funny. And everybody started clapping. 
Oh, yes. Or the I like that epidemic in, I think, fifth grade of people mm-hmm. saying, oh, your sock's untied. Oh, that classic bit. That sounds really funny. It was like the proto-circle game. Okay. It was pretty good. So if you looked at your sock, then you were the fool. Yes. and you Yeah, had and it was like, you're the fool. It. and okay. you're a... you, would say, you would say, I am Boo Boo the Fool, and then everyone would point and laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I'm not remembering any of those. I'm very specifically remembering, like, schoolyard rhymes, which were very vulgar and shouldn't be allowed for children to say. Well, I'm gonna have to hear one uh, now, yeah. Uh, Tarzan swings, Tarzan falls, Tarzan breaks his mighty balls. What was the color of the blood? And then someone would be like, green, and then you would do G-R-E-E-N, and then... I'm sure you weren't using a fortune teller, like one of those paper... Yeah. It was a kid. It was boys with their feet in a in a circle, and then you would tap on them, and then have to get. There's another one that was a lot worse, but I can't think of it right now. Um, I can't probably, wait. It probably said "fucking" it somewhere. I can't wait to go to the Pigot meetup, and everybody's gonna show up and be like, "Wow, I can't believe that um, that all all expenses paid. This is such a great time." Um, and then I'm gonna say, "Hey, um, fucking Matt, um, you dropped your pocket," and then. <laughs> Matt will look down, and we will all ridicule Matt, and then go home immediately. And it will be a great time. I can't wait to show everyone and be like, hey guys, welcome. Uh, so I want to show everyone, uh, I'll keep a spare key here, and everyone look down here where I keep the key, but then they'll look and it'll be my f- fingers in a circle. Nice. And then I'll say, I need to punch all you now, please leave. And then you'll say, ora, 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 and then... <laughs> and I'll destroy all of my friends who came to visit me, and I'll live alone. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. This August. See you there. Anyways, um, Jenkin Boy recognizes Rohan as mm-hmm. the as the manga guy. And, and Rohan doesn't care for the hole in his cheek at all, so he just tries <laughs> to walk away. And then the kid just sort of lobs the soccer ball at him and hits him like on the butt, which is actually unironically a pretty funny like shot. I like it. It is. I like oh, yeah, it. It's just good. like a very limp, like eh. Yeah, just kinda like slowly hits him and falls directly down. It doesn't, like, yeah. bounce off in a crazy direction or yeah. anything. And then he immediately uses Heaven's Door to turn the kid into a book. Yeah. <laughs> so he does it, and he looks at the kid, and he's like, well, he isn't a stand user. Uh, so that's good. And uh, he always throws scissors first. Okay, so I'll do that. We learn that he's his name is, like, Ken Oyanagi. He's 11 years old, which means that... So this is, like, 1999, yeah? Mm-hmm. So he was born in, like, 1988. Which is around when Stardust Crusaders starts. Like okay. that's when like the team, the band gets together. Which means mm-hmm. that Polnareff, much like Joseph, we have precedent, could have fucked nine months prior and then dipped because oh I got to go to Egypt. Bye. So okay. I mean, we know it, he like, was in the, Japan. We know that he was in Japan. It just so it's, my, it's kind my of like only, a Tyrian Targaryen, you know, it just kind of lines yeah. up. My only, um, to play doubles advocate here, mm-hmm. um, after, draw- like, not drawing a character for a while, Araki forgets how to draw them. So, maybe he just dr- was like, I think I'm gonna put Polnareff in part four. And then he just fucked it up real <laughs> bad. And he was like, uh, this is a child now. <laughs> it's a new character, his name is Junkin Boy. I know, Please I just, enjoy my art. I To remind myself of sort of what, um, what... Jojo used to look like. I did just Google baby Polnareff, and you I like to see his penis and ball. Well, no, I don't like that part of it, but just sort of to get the sort of remembering of what it looked like, and it's you know it's kind of junkin boyish. Okay, 
A bit of a Junkin' Boy vibe. Kind of a Junkin' Boy vibe. Hey, remember the episode when a naked child Polnareff carried a fetus for five minutes? Mm -hmm. I try not to. Yeah. (laughs) Heaven's door, please erase this from (laughs) me. So, yeah, so uh, Rohan's like, oh, he'll always do scissors. Okay, fine, I'll play uh, Jenkin with you. So he throws rock, and he's like, okay, goodbye, and he gets into a cab and drives away. It's pretty good. (laughs) Immediately. Then it's like a cartoon, like a like a, some goofy Looney Tune shit. Because Rohan's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go to like this cafe and relax for the rest of my day." Mm-hmm. And for some reason, we see we see Josuke and Okuyasu hanging out, right. but also Yukako is with them. Yeah, their friend Yukako. I didn't know they hung out. I mean, you gotta but, get you know you gotta get to know your your the boy. your lad's wife. Mm-hmm. And then so. Ro- Rohan does immediately like scowl and think the shitbag Josuke, yeah, the idiot yeah. Okuyasu, and the moody Yukako. I did have all those all people out. with whom I have nothing to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so Rohan is actually kind of relatable in a lot of ways in this episode. Yeah, because like he's doing like a big like fucking mural of this like cafe. And he thinks, like, ah, I'm finally done. Now I can rest at this cafe. And as soon as they're like, hey, come hang out with us, he's like, I can't. I have lots of work to do. (laughs) And then... And, like, yeah. Yeah, then we watch the little Jankan boy come and steal his chair, even though Mm -hmm. we... The first interaction they had was Rohan getting into a cab. Um, So I'm not sure what the time frame is here, but... Yeah, so also, he meant... So, yeah, the Jankan boy steals Rohan's chair. And sits down, and he's like, well, you never sat down in it. But also, there's a big, tall glass of orange juice there. And kind of like a funny The Mask happens. A funny The Mask happens where the Jenkin boy, he's drinking the orange juice and the ice cubes, and he's munching on them, but he has a big hole in the side of his face, and the juice comes out of it. And he says, somebody stop me, and he closes <laughs> it up. My name's Jenkin Pete. I'm the king of the Jenkin Pete. I'm the... <laughs> Uh, by the way, new, uh, Carry Me Home coming out tomorrow. Oh, nice. But what, I always forget what holiday it is. Is it Memorial Day? Or Labor Day? Memorial Day. My name is Jenkin Pete. Let's decide who gets to keep the seat. I shake my fingers and go, rock, paper. Jenk, Jenk and Hoy. Jenk, Jenk and Hoy, Jenk, Jenk and Hoy. We got it. Yeah. Um, so, my next note here is from... Uh, Rohan, who says winning against a brat is the best feeling there is, which is true. I mean, he looks so yeah, smug the, there. Once he uh, he beat uh, John Ken Boy again, this is his second victory. Mm. Um, right. I hate Rohan, but I love Rohan. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a <laughs> lovable bastard. Yeah, and it is cool. Like he makes the kid start weeping about how much he just wanted the seat. And everybody within earshot just starts scolding Rohan to be nice to this child. Dude, can you just let this kid sit down? Like, he's a weird kid. Like, he wants to play Jenkins. Just, like, let him do it. And Rohan says, I'm out of here. I'm going to the bookstore to buy a book on weed. Yes. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> so he's, Sorry, I have to interrupt a little bit there because uh, sure. uh-huh. I actually work in the medical marijuana industry. My day job okay. is extracting weed. Okay, so that rules. Uh, yeah, so like that plant compendium, pretty helpful. Like, yeah, you find out. I that, mean, he said I can use this for research. Yeah, exactly. Like, he didn't expect a small town to have such a useful thing, and 
How else it's a very useful plant from what I've heard. Yeah. Um, Kim's school is doing, I, I forget exactly what it is, but it's like a Candyland theme for some event. And I was like, let me Google like the Candyland box art because like I remember it, but not really. Like there's like a lollipop and like candy canes or something. So I Googled Candyland and it was like Candyland box art, Candyland board game, and then just a huge nug of weed. <laughs> um, and apparently some places sell a Candyland sativa. So. Oh. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> if you want to look that up. Who's the guy? Who's the guy that looks like Grimace? He was always my favorite. Oh, Grimace. Nope. The it president, was, it was right? gloppy. That was it. Oh, no. What the fuck is that? It's the character from Candyland. There are no characters in Candyland. Oh, my God. No. I know exactly what you're talking about. The chocolate monster that... It's gloppy! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Stop saying like, gloppy! He's just, just like a pile of brown with a thumbs up. It's pretty cool. A dark grimace. <laughs> <laughs> Escape from Candyland with gloppy. Gloppy is shaped like a friend. Okay. That's debatable. Okay, so... Uh, we get John Kenboy again stealing from Rohan before he acquires the thing he wants. Right. And he wants the weed book. Yeah. Yeah, Rohan gets the book. He's like, I can use this for research. And then Jenkin Boy's in the bookstore also, and he steals the book. As Rohan's is like, getting actually, his out, yeah. So, so Rohan's getting his wallet out. There's, uh, the boy takes the book, and he's like, actually, I want it. And then Rohan punches a child directly in the mouth. Yeah, he, he plays yeah. rock. He does, he, he does. says rock as he punches this child in the face. Um, so the kid goes flying, but he's cool with it, because he's like, well, you played rock, I played the smart move of paper. He's laughing, actually, and then, um, Rohan Stan Heavenstore says, that's my hole, it's made for me, and mm-hmm. then just starts sort of getting sucked into Jenkin Boy's hole. So Jenkin Boy gives Heavensdoor the suck and takes him yeah, you, into his <laughs> You've gotta play the Jenkin hole if you want to get into that boy's hole. <laughs> yes. So, like, uh, a third of, like... Heaven's Door's right side or something, like, disappears and yeah, gets sucked into... his energy, and that means his stand, apparently. Mm-hmm. So we find out that uh, Jenkin Boy has a stand, too, and what Araki wanted it to be called is Boy to Men, you know? After the band, yeah. The, After the, the group, group, Boys to Men. Uh, the Crunchyroll version, as we learn at the end of the episode, is a Boy Man Man. <laughs> Which is just fun to say. It's good. It's two mans. Yeah. Um. So yeah, then we learn that uh, Jenkin, the boy tells us, is not about luck. It's about how much you want to win. It's basically fighting spirit. Yeah, it's yeah. a mental. Is what it it's a mental to. battle. Yeah. So we then learn that he has to play five to like fully absorb someone's powers. He has to win a best of five of yes. Jenkin. Um. So he gets one third of Heaven's Door, and then, like, Rohan writes in him, like, I cannot attack Rohan. But then because Jenkin Boy also has one third of Heaven's Door, he can, like, write in himself. But he's not strong enough to write in Rohan or anything. Yeah. Um, I was thinking that if this kid actually did win, he would be, like, the most powerful stand user to ever live. Oh, fucking, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Actually, his entire stand power is maybe one of the most powerful, just because he can steal everyone else's. So yeah. and since the first stand he would have stolen would be Heaven's Door, he can just write and everyone this person will lose Jenkin to me. Oh my god. Yeah. And then he could be the new Dio. I would love to have see a new Dio. <laughs> I would love to see a new Dio. I wouldn't like it to be this boy, if we're No being totally honest. Um 
So anyway. I wish that Iggy would have attacked Junkin Boy instead of Boingo. Yeah, and gave him depression. I wish that this kid had depression instead of Boingo. Well, Junkin Boy does yeah. attempt to kill himself. <laughs> oh shit! We skip ahead. Oops, a bunch. Forgot about that yeah. part. <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, let's get, so, let's yeah. get to the good shit. Ro- yeah. They play again, and Rohan loses again. And now it's a. And then Junkin Boy's like, it's a two-two tie. And then he rips off Heaven's Door's legs. He rips off Heaven's Door's legs, and Jake and Boy's like, oh, now you're on a downhill slope. Like, now that you're losing, I have the upper hand or whatever. And the fucking Adam Hart father is still here. <laughs> he's he's tied to a pole and, like, dripping snot out of his nose and just, like, laughing. Yeah, and watching he's loving it. He loves it. That's and the- he wants the Heaven's Door power because he thinks that it will help his beautiful son. He's mm-hmm. right, but... Yeah, he's, yeah he, 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 he was just saying what we were like saying. they targeted him correctly. So- that was good, yeah. <laughs> So we should mention that this is a fucking like Jotaro versus Dio style battle. Yeah, they're yes, both glowing, but they're just and playing rock paper. Like they're leaping into the air, and there's like air, yeah. flames coming off of them, and they're posing. It's kind and of they're just playing rock paper scissors. So before the last game, uh, this part was fucking good to me. Um, Josuke and Joseph are like walking along the street, mm-hmm. and Jake and Boy's like, look. To prove my luck, I'll call at those guys, and if they don't come, that means I'm lucky. Whatever. So, they do that, he does that, and he gets their attention, and Josuke's like, I don't like Rohan, let's just smile and walk away. And even, like, there's a moment where it seems like Joseph, like, distrusts the child, he's like, something about that Yeah, we actually get the purple menacing logo. He's like, that child, I feel like I've seen that child before. I think he's a fan of his. (laughs) <laughs> Which is actually true, also. Technically true. Yeah. So then they're the like, is, okay, like, see you later. In that menacing picture, like when they frame that, they have, like, uh, Heartfather there. Like, so we can see that Josuke can see Heartfather in theory, since it's all, like, in the same frame. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. Maybe Josuke needs glasses. Josuke needs glasses. That's the next, that's the next plot line. <laughs> The next arc. My favorite arc of Diamond is Unbreakable. Josuke is nearsighted. Mm-hmm. That's a um, six-episode arc, and then we get back into, like, Kira killing Tamami or whatever the fuck's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then, my they favorite... Leave. They leave, and then Rohan goes on a speech about surpassing his own luck. Yeah, uh, Rohan kind of... Rohan has become neoliberal. Yeah. <laughs> What does he say? He's like, you have to, like, take your own chances. The most important thing is to surpass yourself, I think. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to surpass his own luck, and he does take a new pose, and the kid with the bad one-piece lips is like, "You, that's a different pose than usual. (laughs) His stance is unbeatable. (laughs) He has no weaknesses. (laughs) This is also the part where he has a shower of glass, right? Yeah. Yeah, a shower of glass falls, and all of them fall around Jake and Boy, but one falls into Rohan's hand, and it's, It's like, ominous. I, I do like, there's, uh, I saw a post of this panel, and it's like Rohan screaming, like, I'll surpass my own luck, and doing a cool pose, and like, action lines all around him. And then the text under it is like, he's playing rock, paper, scissors against an 11 year old. <laughs> and the whole show is like this. Uh, so they do a huge, giant leap into the sky, and Rohan does paper, and I think Jake and Boy does scissors, but then like, his fingers slowly like, I think that's close into rock. First, we get uh, them getting two ties, like where. Oh yeah, they tie and they they do it like rapid fire, yeah. like a tie, right. like in one leap through the air. They tie twice, and then on the third one, 
Rohan does paper and Dragon Boy does scissors, and then his fingers close into a rock. Yeah. And then, Rohan's going to make right. his own know. look because he's declaring paper before Junk and Hoi even begins. Oh, yeah. He's like, I'm going to do paper and you're still going to lose. This is my luck. And the kid's like, whatever. So he plays scissors to beat him and then his fingers betray him. Uh... And then, so I'm gonna need a bit of a clarification yeah. on this one. I'm, I'm gonna have glad to call, you need that. I'm gonna have also. to call the refs in New York for <laughs> a bit of an instant replay uh, challenge on this one. Uh huh. Yeah. So the so what Rohan did is he wrote that the invisible baby mm-hmm. would. So let me see if I get this right. <laughs> he wrote he heaven's doored an infant and wrote that the infant would save him. Yeah. Close Jenkins Boy's yeah. hands that into a rock. The baby would save Rohan and make Jenkins Boy's hand turn into rock. <laughs> so the baby was just invisible this whole time and flew up in the air and did a Dio jump with them. <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of perfect because the baby gets a JoJo pose. Like we get a shot with right? boom and yeah. the baby like and the baby. pointing at the camera. It's it's yeah, it's fucking good. <laughs> that made me forget. Like, I was like, this seems a bit far-fetched, but then the fucking baby did a JoJo pose, and I was like, oh, sick, greatest of all time. Invisible Baby is officially cooler than Jotaro, which I appreciate a lot. Yeah. Um. So then Rohan's, like, the kid is, like, defeated, and Rohan says, I'm going to write in you that you can never play Jenkin again, which is yep. pretty fucked up. Yeah. So the kid says, I'd rather die than be controlled by you. Right. And throws himself into an oncoming he fucking truck. triple sal cows off of a bench right in front of a truck. Rohan responds to this by saying, nice, I love it. <laughs> and, like, he's like, oh, You've grown people with determination. This time. Yeah. Yeah, like, people who are so dramatic. I just love them. And he, and like... he ju- jumps so in front of the truck, I- too. I thought he was going to, like, heaven's door, the driver, to, like, start uh-huh. out of the way. But he just, he's just being even more fucking extra and jumps in front of the truck and then the so he jumps in front of the truck. The Adam Hart father picture blows through the wind that he created from his powerful jump and lands directly on the truck driver's windshield. And he's like, "Oh, I can't see." Better and swerve into the other lane. So he <laughs> yeah. swerves into the other the lane. The first instinct of every driver, I can't see. I'm mm-hmm. going to go towards incoming traffic. I'm going to yeah. turn my truck sideways real quick. Yeah. I'm going to do some multi-track drifting <laughs> through this Mario City street. Um, um, oh, speaking of Senator Phillips, uh-huh. um, did you know that Senator Phillips' full name is Wilson Phillips? I did not know that. That's extremely good. Thanks. I just found that out yesterday. Did you look him up? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I just missed it. That's very good. I like it. Um, and then Rohan get Rohan did get his own very cool stylistic like manga page animation when he was running to save him, which was cool. Oh, yeah, it was like. He it was animated, but it each yeah. like it was in it was, it was several framed, manga like panels. panels. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty cool. And then says, "Okay, now don't use your fucking amazing stand for evil anymore." And and then the narrator tells us he doesn't. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't fight anymore. Yeah. So then uh, Joseph and Josuke come back and they're like, "Hey, have you seen the Invisible Baby? Uh, you know, Rohan like our child that we have to take them. care of, right?" Yeah. And Rohan says, I'll just pretend I don't know and look with them. <laughs> and <laughs> Which, I'm again, going to need to um, – I don't know if I'm going to use one of my challenges on the play because I think it's just me being a dumbass. But, like, 
Rohan doesn't know where the baby is because it's invisible now. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it was like be- I, it was I think he meant I'll the... pretend I don't know like that he didn't have anything to do with the baby right. missing. Yeah. Cuz yeah, my last note is like where the fuck is the baby then? Yeah. So he doesn't know where the baby went, but he also doesn't want to say like he did something yeah. that caused the baby to disappear. Yeah, he did very much kidnap a child apparently. Yeah. yeah. I mean he, ki- kidnapped he kidnapped the child and punched another one. <laughs> yeah. And he, one he, he replaced the baby in Joseph's arms with a big Saint Gentleman sandwich. <laughs> and remember, this is Araki's self-insert. Right. <laughs> so, uh, that's the episode. A couple weird ones, A little but... bit of a filler. Yeah. Okay. A little bit of but a filler, But it also yeah. gets the rest like, of... like, sort of denouement from the... Uh, yeah. From the rest the of... It's not constantly Kira being menacing. Yeah. We get a funny, um... Junkin episode. Like a funny Junkin. The next one is also really funny to me. Oh yeah, the next, the next one episode. is one of my favorite episodes of the season. Like, just because it's so weird. So for so for next week, we're gonna get one episode that's like a one-off, and then a part one. And for the part one, the like enemy in that one is my favorite like side stand user of the uh, part four. Yeah, like was. not not like a main so. I'm not fucking uh, the mannequin guy or whatever. You know what right. I mean? Like he's one of those enemies, but he's my favorite one of them. Nice. So yeah, this uh, is kind of like the last to. break before. Yeah, the, everything just from here on from out here. is like just. So the next ones are like kind of goofy, and after that, the rest of it is just like super tense. Even if it's not, um, yeah, it's going to be directly very hard Kira related. Yeah, because it just—I know I did. Yeah. Like I remember, I caught up and I was like, "I need to know what happened." So I read the manga because I couldn't wait to, nice. to see the rest. So have fun with that, Brooks. Yeah, yeah I can't wait to watch. I'm an alien. <laughs> so it's probably a regular episode. Yeah, can't wait to see who's saying that. Um, let's get into questions. Yeah, if you have a question, you can send it into yada yada boys at gmail dot com or yada dash yada dash boys. Hmm, that's weird. I'm looking at the questions right now, and we got six questions from six different people, and all of them say, "What if his name was Jankum Boy?" Hmm. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really funny. That'd be pretty twisted. Yeah, it'd be pretty twisted. Uh, so we got a couple here from Tumblr user Ape of Naples. I'm gonna just. This is more two questions, but one is a couple parts. So the first one, let's just uh, lightning round these. Sure. This one says, idea, Scooby-Dio. Sure. Sure. So does does that mean it's the show or is Dio the dog? I think Dio's the dog. Dio has to be the dog. Oh, God. And instead of saying... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I just pictured what that might be. That would be so good. Uh, I mean, saying, Scooby-Doo always makes like the like the yeah, he, basically the re sound. Like I was gonna say, instead of saying "rutro," he says "re." Yeah, confirm. I think that Scooby Dio would be a better name for Stardust Crusaders, honestly, because it's kind of like a gang trying to find solve a mystery, solve a mystery, and they don't in go to spooky, space. So it, in a it's, spooky mansion. Yeah. Uh, this one says, "Is Dio Italian?" Mamma Mia! It was a me Dio. I mean, I I have been legally precluded from talking about um, from headcanoning people of Italian heritage on this show. Oh, okay. So so until we don't know, we can't. Conf- Dio has never spoken Italian or mentioned anything about Italy until he sings the pizza pasta song. I am not 
convinced right. that he may have mm-hmm. Italian heritage, Brando, but he's yeah. not as connected to it as uh, Brando, as someone like Caesar Seppoli and his noble father who died immediately would. And his name was Mario, and, and his name was Mario Zeppoli. <laughs> Zeppoli. Um, not to not to overly promote our funny bloody stream on Fire Pro Wrestling that we did. Um, but uh, Caesar's theme being the Spider-Man 2 pizza music is very funny to me still. <laughs> Thank you. I was very proud of that. Uh, I was like, should this be depressing or funny? And I was like, probably funny. Yeah. I like this song. Uh, Tumblr user Navy Seal Copy Pasta. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Asked a question. Hey, y'all, this isn't a question, but I was in the Brooks Zone this week on vacation, and a friend of mine who went to high school with Lucky Luciano was able to tell me where the photo was taken and check out this Avi. And it, it's this, I believe it's this Tumblr user uh, doing the, you know, I had to. Oh, to that's do, very good. To impose in the, uh, in the spot. Yes. Yeah, so please, go, if you want to see that, Avi, go check I'm out bit, Tumblr I'm user. a bit disappointing I'm not coming to Florida this summer because I would have loved to do it to him. But Yeah, we'll go find the Jersey Devil or something. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll introduce you. Cool. Um, Let's see. His name is Chris Christie. Am I right? Uh, um, Maxi Bajillion asked, you know, when I get mad and lose in a game, I too want to throw myself in front of a truck. <laughs> Only true gamers know this feeling. Yeah, the heated gaming moment of Junkin' Boy. I mean, he did lose Rock, Paper, Scissors in a very public space. Right. Which is just totally embarrassing. Uh, Maxi also says, also, the next episode op- finally opens with great days. Say goodbye to Chase. Happy Weed Minute, happy defeated. Happy Weed Minute. Happy Sorry. Weed minute. Uh, it's not actually bad, just the worst relatively. Let the voice of love take you higher, Brooks. Please have a good take. That sounds nice. I think I'm going to like... I'm going to go listen to it right after this episode's done. Like, I'm going to go, like, start up the next episode, and I uh-huh. feel like I'm going to like it. Okay, so we got two more here. Uh, this one comes in from Val Flight Cub, who says, Hi, You're nailing it's it this me. Week. It's me, Val Flight Cub. If Tony O'Trendy prepared a dish for David Bunnyhop and D.B. Whites, it would just be two big tall glasses of respecting women juice. I just thought of this at work. Thank you so much for reading. Thank you for sending that in. I really enjoy D.B. Whites. D.B. Whites is very good. Um, last question this week comes in from Tumblr user Cosmemer, who asked... Shit, you probably already recorded this week, but I still want to ask. What do you think of Rohan's crop top look in Drinking Boy? Fuck, I really wanted to talk about it. It looked super fresh. He looks good. Like, Rohan is style. It was really, like, it brought me back to, like, all of the crop top season posts that, like, a couple years ago. I was like, I bet fucking Rohan's all about crop top season. Before you knew who he was, you're like, Rohan Kashiba could probably pull this shit off. Yeah. It's good to me. And he did. He did. He looked fresh. I mean, you got to look your best when you're dist- mentally destroying an 11-year-old. And life. also physically decking him in the face in a bookstore. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, those are questions. Thanks for sending them in. Yada yada boys at gmail.com. Yada dash yada dash boys dot tumblr dot com. That was the episode. That's the episode. Thanks for having me on, y'all. Of course. Thanks for joining Thanks for us. On. I hope you had a great time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As, as I always do. It's a crazy, noisy, it's, bizarre it's, podcast. It's, Yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's been a delight to to remember what your voice sounds like. Yeah, I know. I, I did that math. <laughs> it's been, like, like, 10 it's years. been like ten years since we like spoke like with voice. Yes. Yeah. 
But now when I go back to the bad town of Ocala, if we ever happen to be there at the same time, I will say, oh, it's Anthony, who who I talked to recently. Well, stand users attract stand users, so, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. It only makes sense that this would happen eventually. Mm -hmm. Do you... Uh, is there anything you want to like plug? I don't really have Anthony? much to plug. Like I'm only ever on Twitter as a lurker, but um at a tomati underscore, which is a T I M O T I underscore. But other than that, I'm not online much. Do you have any like weed oh, advice? God, I wish that were me. I'm sorry, what? Do you have any like weed advice? <laughs> yeah, don't do it. <laughs> Good, I agree. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, keep edge. Um, yeah. I uh Hey, I did it last night, guys. I fucking yeah, I saw. <laughs> I think I think to be fair, the only like the mo- thing I most look forward to. No- okay, no, like when I was eating an entire box of movie theater sized raisinets, I didn't. <laughs> I like uh, my favorite part is posting folks and then the Bernie. Face. Every and- time I see Eddie post the Bernie face, like I black out for twenty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> Your no, unadulterated rage. That, that made me laugh pretty hard. I gotta say. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Anyway, yada yada, boys. Thanks for thanks for listening. Yeah, uh, don't so get cucked. Stay off the hut. This is uh, I'm, we're not owned. You are. And bye. Um, thanks. See you next week for a regular guy who's not an alien. Regular alien. Um, bye. Bye. I'll be your dream, I'll be your wish, I'll be your fantasy. I'll be your hope, I'll be your love, be everything that you need. I love you more with every breath, truly, madly, deeply do. I will be strong, I 